You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Joe Nam, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. Okay, so what's good, y'all? First of all, as always, I want to wish everybody a great day, and I hope that you've been having a fantastic week so far. Um, it actually, it feels so unbelievable that, uh, we are already in the month of October. I guess by the time that this episode is going to be broadcasted, Ashley, we are going to be, uh, in October already, which is again, unbelievable. I don't even know how September went by to me. It feels like we're kind of just stuck in May. Which, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's the weather, whatever it is, uh, or the fact that, you know, grad school things, you know, you're just, uh, you're on campus and you're at school for a long, long time. And listen, man, I ain't complaining at all. I absolutely love my program, but, you know, it's just like the feel that you get. Sometimes you're just doing work and you're like, I know it's a Wednesday, but to me, it just feels like a Friday you know, which after all is not a bad feeling at all, but you get my point, you know, sometimes you just lose track of what season it is or what month it is, what day it is, um, which is not that bad a thing. Um, again, like I always say, I just feel like you have to stay at present time, try to do whatever you have to do to stay productive, do whatever makes you feel happy and, just again, stay in the moment, try to focus at the task at hand, uh, try to be productive, most importantly, and don't think about the past, okay? Like the past is in the past. There's nothing you can do about it. Focus on the things that you have control over, which is the present, and you also have control over your future, believe it or not, okay? Um, so be mindful of that and don't stress about certain things, you know? Sometimes things are just beyond your control. They have e- they have either occurred or they're just in the future, but also beyond your control. Don't worry about it. Do uh, like put your focus on the things that you think you have control over and you think you can uh, pre-plan things for so that everything goes according to plan so that you don't stress out. And I think this is very actually important for students out there and i know you know guelph ontario you know university of guelph shout out to griffins um chances are 90 percent of you listening to this right now are a student and i think this is very important for you because sometimes you just feel so overwhelmed but this is of immense importance to remember so yeah Again, I am not a professional. I'm just speaking from experience. Just relax. Don't stress. Try to pre-plan things that you have control over. Try to stay productive, you know, to the best of your ability. But also, if things don't work out, don't stress, okay? You got this. All right. 
I hope it all makes sense, everything I just said. I know sometimes I just listen back on all these, um, you know, motivational advices that I give on the show and I'm like, maybe I should have been a little bit more specific, you know, use an example or something because it does feel very cryptic at times, I believe. But I just uh, try to keep them as general as possible so that uh, whoever that listens to the episodes can actually take something out of it and apply to their own lives. So in this case, I feel like the the example that I use with students, you know, um, just, just trying to readjust to that university life and whatnot, that school life, um, sometimes I just forget, you know, they have to take a step back and not stress about the things that they can really have control over. But you can easily, you know, just organize and brainstorm some of the things that you do have control over and that you can you know, make better and uh, use to your own advantage. All right. So without making it more confusing and cryptic, I'm just going to leave it there. Bottom line, stay in the moment, do what you can. If it works great, if it, if it doesn't work out, that is totally fine too. We're all human and we live and we learn. Okay. All right. Wow. Ooh. Okay. That's, um, spirit of just uh you know martial arts motivational speech just uh occurred to me uh <laughs> sometimes i'm just like i don't even know <laughs> i don't even know how i come up with these advices but i'm happy that they you know these thoughts just occur to me every time i do tko and i hope that at least it helps some of you guys out there listening to this episode right now okay so let's get down to our business of talking about fighting okay so this past weekend, we had a lot of different events happening. We had boxing happening. We had mixed martial arts happening. This upcoming weekend, again, we have MMA happening. A lot has also gone down um, just, you know, in the world of combat sports, but also outside the octagon, outside the ring with regards to some some fighter drama, should I say, fighter news that I'm going to be talking about today. There's just so much to go through today, man. We have a lot of reminiscing to do about the boxing fight that actually happened between Anthony Joshua and Alexander Usyk for the heavyweight championship belts of the world. There are four belts that were on the line. The WBA, WBO, IBF, and IBO heavyweight championship belts of the world. And I hate to break it to you. I mean, by now you probably know the results of that fight. Anthony Joshua lost all four of his belts to Alexander Usyk, who for the second time was actually fighting in the heavyweight division. He is originally a cruiserweight fighter. He fights a weight division lighter than heavyweight in boxing. He had recently made that uh, move up too heavyweight and nobody really believed in Usyk not to say that he's a bad fighter he he was a weak fighter but you know stylistically and statistically everybody whenever they were doing comparisons to Anthony Joshua nobody really had 100% belief in Alexander Usyk okay and I think that was actually the big problem and the big thing that led to the surprise on Saturday night and I think that was actually the reason why Anthony Joshua uh, you know he fought the way that he did on Saturday night Uh, 
to me as a spectator as a fan and as a boxing purist it was just so obvious to me that anthony joshua he um not to say that he came in with a unprepared state of mind not at all i feel like he wasn't at at um his sharpest when he entered the ring to fight alexander Usyk. he just came in for the first first round, you know, probably thinking, okay, I can just take it easy for the first few rounds, try to analyze my opponents, see what's going on, if I should take a offensive uh, style or be more defensive to, to win points, should I increase my power to uh, potentially outbox and KO Alexander, what should I do kind of thing. That was exactly the problem because... <laughs> When he came into the fight, he was just taking it a little bit easy. He was uh, laid back a little bit for the first few rounds in that fight. And to me, I feel like that's where things start to go wrong because Alexander Usyk, you know, obviously knowing that he was going to be the big underdog in this fight, knowing that everybody was already counting on him as this person who potentially will not win this fight against the heavyweight champion of the world. He had the mentality of, okay, I know everybody's thinking that I'm going to lose this fight, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to come into this fight, guns blazing. I'm going to just give it my all, okay? I don't care if I lose. I don't care if I get hurt. I don't care if I get gassed out. I'll have to put everything on display from the very first second of the first round in this fight, in this championship fight. And that's exactly what he did, okay? So the fight starts. Alexander Usyk is out there just not even giving Anthony Joshua room to breathe in this fight. Completely overwhelming him with a great volume of shots. The very first round, y'all. And Joshua's just out there, you know, obviously it was just so vivid to me that he was not expecting this at all. He was obviously stunned. Um, he did not expect that at all. He was still looking for openings and opportunities to throw shots of his own. But Alexander Usyk was not giving him any chance at all. So the so for the first three rounds, I would say that was exactly how the fight went on. Usyk just throwing a great volume of shots, completely overwhelming Anthony Joshua. And Joshua, seeing that he couldn't really do anything for those uh, three rounds, he started to lose his confidence. Again, I, I know people are like, Janan, who are you? Are you like a professional boxer? Why are you just, uh, you know, commenting on this issue this confidently? I'm telling you, even though I'm not a professional boxer, okay, this is going to sound so corny, but I, per, I consider myself a professional spectator, professional fan. And from the perspective of an, of an outsider, these are the things that you tend to pick up from a person's body language, from the person's um, style of fighting, especially if the style of fighting is completely different from what you have seen before from the same person. Anthony Joshua was not the same person coming into this fight against Alexander Usyk. He was hesitating um, a lot in the fight. He was holding, it felt like he was holding back his shots, at least for the first few rounds. He just, he was completely stunned. He didn't know what to do. Now, from I would say from round 
four five things started to become more even and that anthony joshua he kind of you know having even though he lost in my opinion he lost all those early rounds in the fight uh coming into rounds four and five he was now more familiar with okay i know Usyk is still gonna overwhelm me with these uh volume of shots now i have to do something about it for sure if i really want to keep my belts right so it felt like his engines were starting to warm up a little bit and on the contrary Usyk was still keeping up his um performance at a very high level even though i would say his performance was um uh, what like how do i say it? like he wasn't really going at, at at such a fast rate anymore even though he was still like his efforts were still consistent he was still coming forward with a lot of shots a lot of combinations um he he wasn't uh, his rate of attack should i say it it was reduced a little bit just a tad bit that's why anthony joshua got to you know he that was that was joshua's opening and you know like the invitation to the dance so to speak so that joshua would also start to pick up his own pace and try to trade fair shots with alexander Usyk. so the fight started to become more even uh, and and just a little bit closer as uh, you know uh, as the round uh, as the rounds proceeded with round six, seven, eight. You know, uh, overall though, Anthony Joshua ate a lot of nasty shots, a lot of heavy shots, which we were none of us were really expecting. In my opinion, if Joshua. Uh, had taken Alexander Usyk a little bit more seriously in this fight so that he as well would um, come into the fight at a... Or should I say, like, he would start the fight in, in a stronger manner, in a more dominant manner. I feel like things might have been different in this fight, you know, with regards to the outcome, the decision of the fight that was actually announced in favor of Alexander Usyk via unanimous decision so Usyk he was just so dominant in this fight that the judges in the country of UK in the home country of Anthony Joshua they gave the fight to Alexander Usyk via unanimous decision it was just so um the the difference in levels was just so much that even the judges said to themselves okay even if we give the fight to Anthony Joshua the the hometown boy it's just going to be a huge robbery. We are going to get in so much trouble if we do that. We have to keep it fair and square. We have to give it to Alexander Usyk. And they did. And personally, I, I'm not going to lie. I personally bet money on Anthony Joshua. But I was so happy to see Alexander Usyk win this fight because he genuinely deserved it. He fought extremely well. It was a very well-deserved victory for Usyk but also I was very disappointed for Anthony Joshua because I feel like he, it, the outcome could have been com completely prevented given that he was to take Usyk just a little bit more seriously and again I'm, I'm not inside his head I haven't talked to him after the fight obviously but I can tell you you know when you're the champion you're on the top of the world. You have all the confidence in the world. You have this mentality of 
Who can really stop me? Like, nobody can really stop me, especially after the heavyweight champion of the world. Come on, man. Come on. Okay. And I feel like Anthony Joshua was just a little bit, a little bit in that mindset, a little bit too much, if that makes sense. Meaning that he did not even, like, it never even crossed his mind that, okay, maybe I should take Usyk a little bit seriously, especially because of the fact that Alexander Usyk was, you know, he's not a native in this heavyweight division. He was, after all, moving up a weight division from cruiserweight. So you have to, you know, you have to just sit back and think, okay, well, could could someone like Usyk really fight as good as a heavyweight who's been in this division for forever and who's been the champion of this division for for a very long time, even though, like, we had this hiccup of Anthony Joshua's loss against Andy Ruiz Jr. like two years ago or uh, whenever it was. Regardless, Anthony Joshua has been very dominant in the heavyweight division and Usyk is going to be the one who's going to be, I mean, technically who's going to be facing more challenges because this is like brand new territory for him. He hasn't uh, faced opponents this big before. Anthony Joshua was actually coming in 40 pounds heavier than Alexander Usyk in this fight. So again, uh, these are all the factors that could have played a major role in Joshua's uh, attitude towards Alexander Usyk in this fight. Uh, And the attitude being that he, in my opinion, to me it was very obvious that Alex, excuse me, Alexander Joshua, <laughs> um, Anthony Joshua, uh, in my opinion, he took Usyk not as seriously. And if he did, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that we saw in this fight could have been prevented, or at least the fight could have been given to Anthony Joshua via split decision or like major, uh, what is it? Major draw. I, I don't know. Like the whatever it's called, the terminology that you have one draw, you know, and two people voting in favor of you. Majority decision, excuse me. Whoa, I'm so ashamed of myself for having forgotten that term. Anyways, um, so bottom line, if you're an athlete, don't underestimate your opponent. No matter how, uh, how much you think that you're so much better than your opponent, don't ever... Make the mistake of underestimating your opponent. And I'm going to give you another example with regards to Anthony Joshua on how his underestimation of his previous opponent also led to his professional loss. That fight being his other professional loss, which was against Andy Ruiz Jr. Because Ruiz Jr., he was taking that fight on a short notice, you know, physic physically, um, Joshua versus Ruiz, they just look completely different. Um, Anthony Joshua is the uh, like the bulkier, more muscular guy. Andy Ruiz, he's a very powerful striker and boxer, but uh, with regards to physicality, he's not as shredded as Anthony Joshua. So Joshua just thought to himself. There's no way that someone like that can come in and beat me on short notice. Obviously, I got this fight. I just got this. You know, you just have that uh, overtly um, uh, bold confidence, uh, if that made sense. You know, um, it just doesn't even cross your mind that someone like that can potentially beat you. And that is indeed the problem because 
in, in all sports, you always have to be cautious. Doesn't matter if you're fighting someone off the street. Doesn't matter if you're fighting the champion of the world. You always have to take your opponent seriously. Okay? And we've seen for ourselves every time that someone like Anthony Joshua hasn't taken their opponent seriously, it's led to major losses, if not like challenging times in sports events. So listen, I say all this not to bash uh, Anthony Joshua or not to take anything away from how awesome of a victory Alexander Usyk had on Saturday night. I'm only saying it as like a lesson for the future, for anybody listening who who is uh, like a local fighter or a aspiring athlete, please don't underestimate your opponent. Um, you will you will come to this word later because it's just the rule of the game. Doesn't matter if you're the champion of the world, as we saw with Anthony Joshua. Doesn't matter how um how prestigious of an athlete you are you always have to take your opponent seriously that's all i'm gonna say about that but shout out to the ukrainian alexander usik who is now the new heavyweight champion of the world and listen this also just uh it just stirs the pot a lot in the uh, the 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 heavyweight pot should i say because before if you guys remember Anthony Joshua, being the champion, was supposed to fight Tyson Fury, who is the current holder of the WBC Heavyweight Championship belt, to unify the belts so that we would actually have a undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. We were supposed to have that fight, actually, but some things came up, and Deontay Wilder, who's the former WBC Heavyweight Champion of the world, he challenged Tyson Fury for the belts for a rematch and it went to court you know a lot of sports law involved but the uh, the judge actually gave uh, his permission for a rematch between Tyson Fury and Deontay Walter so Tyson Fury couldn't fight Anthony Joshua anymore so what is Joshua gonna do he fought Usyk and this is what happened now Usyk has all the belts okay so Here's the deal. Um, we have Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fighting for the WBC belt on October the 9th. Whoever wins that fight will either, uh, you know, regain the WBC belt or uh, just uh, maintain the belt. And the winner of that fight will mandatorily fight Alexander Usyk to unify all heavyweight belts. Now, I just want to propose a hypothetical scenario to you guys, being that, well, obviously, we have Usyk just uh, having all four belts for himself. What if Tyson Fury beats Deontay Wilder and is now to fight Usyk for the heavyweight championship belt, uh, like the unification belt, um... To, to unify all the belts. Anyways, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm just so excited about that fight. You know, just thinking about it. Oh, God. Because you know why I'm so excited? I'll tell you exactly why I'm so excited. Because Alexander Usyk, as is, is such a technical fighter. Uh, even though he's, again, he's not a native heavyweight fighter. 
But when he was in the cruiserweight division, he essentially just mauled over all of his opponents because of how technical he was. And now that he's up here, he beat one of the guys that we thought was the best um, heavyweight in the world and arguably one of the most dominant champions in the world, being Anthony Joshua. Well, he beat him. So what does the future actually hold for Alexander Usyk? Just imagine Usyk fighting the beast of the beast being Tyson Fury in this heavyweight division. <laughs> because Tyson Fury, I'll tell you exactly what he is. He's like the heavyweight, where like the actual authentic heavyweight version of Alexander Usyk, being um, a very technical fighter. A fighter who has phenomenal footwork, just like Alexander Usyk. A fighter who's just so smooth with his delivery of technique. And would essentially whatever he does inside the ring. So I'm personally very excited for that matchup, for that potential matchup, given that Tyson Fury does beat Deontay Wilder. Because when the fight does happen between the two... It's going to be the best boxing that we have seen in years with regards to technicality. Sometimes when we talk about heavyweight boxing, we love it so much because we're like, oh, gosh, okay, somebody's going to knock someone else out. Right. Like and that's like to, to most of us, to most casual fans, that's what matters. But let me remind you of why we call boxing the sweet science. Because indeed, it is a science. It's like you play chess with your body. It's all about technicality and how smooth and smart you deliver those shots in in a fight, right? And in this case, it's going to be very extremely interesting because we have two, should I say, two great chess players in this case being Tyson Fury and Alexander Usyk, they will strategize the crap out of this fight, of their game plan, and it's just going to be, I don't know how to describe it. This is going to sound very weird to people who are not, uh, you know, hardcore boxing fans, but just imagine you going to a ballet and you're just watching the dancers do their, do their thing, but how, just, just, Imagine how smooth the dancers are with their moves and just how beautiful it looks. Everything is just in harmony and there's just the, the synergy uh, on the stage is just unbelievable. Um, I only said that example because that's exactly how it will feel if we have Alexander Usyk fight Tyson Fury to unify the heavyweight belts in boxing for us to have a unified and undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. I got goosebumps talking about that, y'all. I hope y'all did too. And I hope that, okay, I'm not going to give you predictions for that Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury fight. I hope it is going to be a fair fight and I hope whoever deserves to win actually wins the fight. But to me, I'm a huge proponent of this Tyson Fury and Alexander Usyk fight. Goodness. It's going to be one to watch and I hope the matchmakers actually make it happen very soon. At least like early 2022, I hope they they start to plan it out and the contracts are sent out to the fighters. 
and all that good stuff okay yeah as you can tell i was very hyped for that super fight um but goodness unfortunately we're almost out of time but i do want to tell you guys that we have a very interesting ufc fight night happening this upcoming saturday between tiago santos and johnny walker for a very interesting light heavyweight bout so Tiago Santos is a former uh, title challenger in the light heavyweight division. He previously fought John Jones. Um, he had a great fight against John Jones for the title. Unfortunately, he fell a little bit short uh, in that fight. But since then, even though he's had a couple hiccups in his performance, overall, he's a fantastic fighter, a very dynamic fighter. And that makes it very interesting coming into this fight against Johnny Walker, who's a very entertaining and dynamic fighter as well. And Johnny Walker, he's a he's also a very well-rounded mixed martial artist. He has a striking going on. He has uh, phenomenal jiu-jitsu skills. And uh, as a light heavyweight, I would say his uh, cardio and stamina is something that is almost unbeatable. So for all those reasons, I would highly recommend everybody to watch this Tiago Santos and Johnny Walker fight on Saturday night. And, oh, I have some other stuff to talk about today, but I'll just talk about them next week. So unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week, y'all. Make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with previous episodes. And can also go to Spotify and iTunes to download episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl, Jonah, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.